0: Get loud, Flames fans. It's almost time to drop the puck. Let's head up to the broadcast booth with Derek Wills and Peter Lubardius, Setting the stage for tonight's matchup right now. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
1: Live from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Calgary Flames hockey is on the air tonight. It's a preseason showdown between Connor's Zeri and the Calgary Flames and fourth overall pick Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken. In the South Point Toyota broadcast booth inside of the City TV building in downtown Calgary. I'm Derek Wills alongside Peter Lobardius and Pat Steinberg. Live on SportsNet 960, the fan on sportsnet.ca/slash 960, on the Flames, NHL, SportsNet, and Radio Player Canada apps, and on your smartphone or smart speaker, just say play SportsNet 960. Ultimately, winning and losing in the preseason doesn't matter. There's no Stanley Cup for the preseason champion, but managers and coaches and players are all competitive. They'd much rather win than lose, and the Flames went 2-0 in their first two preseason games. Split squad games played in Vancouver and in Calgary on Sunday. The Flames defeat the Canucks 3-2 in overtime at Rogers Arena and shot them out 4 nothing at Scotiabank Saddledome Lou, when you think back to those two games two nights ago, uh, anything that really jumped out at you? Actually, no. It was
2: great to have a chance to see Jonathan Huberto in a Flames uniform, Mackenzie weiger It's just, Derek, for me, this is the most different preseason for the Calgary Flames that I've ever been involved in. And that is, there's very little to decide. It's really all about you know, seeing if some combinations work. And I let Daryl Sutter put it exactly how he sees it because that's how he does see it. There's three different stages of the preseason. The first week where you have a boatload of guys around and then you get through these first number of games because the Flames will play at home against the Oilers tomorrow. Then you'll cut down a bunch and then you get to phase two. And that's now you're starting to grind and and evaluate with 30 or 31 people. And when the preseason's done, then you spend in the Flames case from the end of the preseason, which is October 7th, until the 13th when you start. So there's some neat things to watch tonight for me. It's players like Milosh, Mackie. Pelche, Zeri, Milano, Rizicka on the wing. That's
1: really what I'm focused on tonight. Assuming everybody's healthy. And maybe that's not an assumption I should make with a uh, busy preseason well, around schedule. Well, league it already hasn't yeah. been, I can tell you that. But all we can do is assume right. uh, everybody's healthy. Uh, the Flames are deep down the middle. They're deep on defense. Uh, they're set in goal. Really, what we're wondering about is who's going to be the seventh defenseman? Who's going to be the 13th forward? I guess the one spot that could be up for grabs is a winger in the top nine. Ideally, a guy who's a right shot who can play right wing. But you brought up Adam Ruzitska. There isn't a spot for him at center ice. The Flames are too deep in that position. Could there potentially be a spot for him on the wing, though? Maybe. Maybe for
2: sure. But I think, as I spoke to Patty about in the pregame show, I think playing him on the wing in the preseason is, A, what does it look like? And B, it makes him more flexible. So to me, is it that they see that as a fit? Not necessarily, but they want to give it a chance so he gets some reps. So depending on how things go, even into the season, he, he's not coming into a foreign scenario.
1: They might have two different paths to get to the NHL. Yeah, well, that's, I think, truly what they're trying to create. Yeah, so we'll keep a close eye on him. And then uh, the two guys on PTO, Sonny Milano, is uh, certainly one to watch, as is Cody Eakin, who scored in his Flames preseason debut on Sunday. Just moments away from puck drop at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. And when we come back to the South Point Toyota broadcast booth, we'll introduce you to the starting lineups and bring you tonight's Eastside Dodge opening faceoff. It's a preseason showdown between Pacific Division rivals. It's the Flames versus the Kraken, and it's coming up next on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's
0: game time. Over to Derek Wills and Peter Lovardius with first-period play-by-play. Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
2: Welcome back to
1: the South Point Toyota Broadcast booth inside of the City TV building in downtown Calgary. As we get set to bring you first period action from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. It is preseason game number three for the Calgary Flames. Tonight they face the Seattle Kraken. I would love to get you tonight's starting lineups, but uh, our internet is not working in the boardroom, so we'll skip over that and instead introduce you to tonight's starting goaltenders. In that for the Flames is Dan Vladar, who looked terrific on Sunday night, stopping all 15 shots in the first and second periods of the Flames 4-0 shutout victory over the Canucks at Scotiabank Saddle Dolman Calgary. And at the other end for the Kraken, it is Philip Grubauer. Had an outstanding season in 2021 with the Avalanche going 39-1 with seven shutouts. A 1.95 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage in 40 games. Uh, Not so spectacular last season with the Kraken. 18-31-5 with two shutouts. A 3.16 goals against average and an 8.89 save percentage in 55 games. The puck was just dropped at Climate Pledge Arena. And tonight's opening face-off was brought to you by Eastside Dodge, home of amazing deals. Hurry into Eastside Dodge or visit EastsideDodge.com to check out this month's incredible specials. In the opening period, the Flames with their road white jerseys on with red and yellow trim are moving from right to left on your radios. The Kraken with their home deep-sea blue jerseys with ice blue and red alert trim moving from left to right. And I can't believe I remembered all that. Lou, that was well done. (coughs) Puck brought in behind the net by Adam Ruzicka. Playing left wing tonight. He'll back it up to the blue line to Connor Mackey, who tries a shot but has it blocked. And the Kraken will clear the puck down the ice. And I'm not going to lie, I am really distracted by the rink boards at Climate Pledge Arena right now. I've never seen anything like it, Lou. No, neither have I. It's obviously. And I don't even
2: know if that's rink boards. I think that's all TV
1: generated. Superimposed. I think you're right because I can see a couple of bat rink boards behind what we're seeing on her monitor. Certainly a new look in Seattle tonight. Puck to the left point. Puck is whipped to the net by Dennis Gilbert, but deflects wide to the near quarter. Dylan Dubé and Cody Eakin in there digging for it. The Kraken can come up with it as Jaden Schwartz will. Turned behind his net and slotted up to left wing side. And here come the Kraken out to center. Jordan Eberle, who calls Calgary home during the offseason, drops it. Buck ends up bouncing back to the right point. He it's held to the line by Viking Alberta native Carson Soucy, who shovels it in behind the Flames net. And Eberly will pick it up in the near corner where he gets hit and held up by Yusuf Alamaki. Buck picked up near side by Jaden Schwartz, who gets shoved off of it by Eakin. And he'll knock it out to the neutral zone, Jacob Pelche. Can't corral it there as it comes back into the Kraken zone, and both teams will start to change just before the two-minute mark of a still scoreless first period in Seattle. Back to the Kraken blue line, Gustav Olofsson will slide it out to center and ahead to John Hayden, who dumps it in behind the Flames net. Pull in first, it on the forecheck, slides it up the near side. Alexander True, work it down low, looking for Lind, that ends up bouncing up the near boards to Hayden instead. Hayden. We'll move it in behind the net to Lynn. who gets pushed off the puck from behind by Ben Jones, who scored for the Flames in their 3-2 overtime win over the Canucks in Vancouver a couple of nights ago. And the Flames will clear the puck down the ice. Here's Vince Dunn. who led the team in points by defenseman with a career-high 35 last season. Kraken will break it out. And roll the puck deep into the Flames zone. Connor Mackey back to get it behind his net. Spins away from a couple of four checkers and gives the puck to... Big Adam Klapka, and when I say big, I mean big. Large. 6'8", 235, Lou, but he moves pretty well for a big guy, doesn't he? He
2: does, especially north and south, and he was involved in a fight in the game in Vancouver. They like him in flames land. I can tell you that.
1: They see him as a real potential project somewhere down the road. is let up the far boards and to the Kraken blue line. Both teams will start to make changes as... Big Jamie Alexiak picks it up. Talking about big man at 6'7". Was the third tallest player in the NHL last season. At two fifty five, the heaviest player in the league last season. Susie trying to drive the net. Loses possession of the puck. And a uh, battle for it in the corner to Volodar's right. As it's picked up by Gilbert. But he can't get it out. And out scooped up in the near corner by Nook DeSimone. Lame still trying to get it out. Puck bouncing around a bit. Sonny Olana will scoop it up. And he finally flips it out, and from the neutral zone, Rojitska is going to lift it off the glass and into the near quarter. And there are on the forecheck. Connor Zeri can't come up with the puck as it's brought up the right wing side by Carson Kuhlman. He'll flip it up the left wing boards. Kraken will get it in deep. Here's Jared McCann trying to feed it in front. Big collision there as Milano and McCann collide. And I heard a whistle, and now there's finally a stoppage in play. Not sure. Uh, the sound and the picture are synced up all that well. But uh, looks like we've got a penalty call coming up here. Nice drive
2: by Carson Susi. who was cut off for originally in the shift by Dennis Gilbert, a former Chicago Blackhawk. Dunn walked into the high slot, and there's a penalty, I believe, maybe coming up to the Flames or maybe not. Uh, have to tell you that we're literally a couple of seconds out of sync on our feed tonight. It is early in the preseason. So, and we're certainly not relying on the kind of scenario that we'll have to operate with during the regular season. Just a good chance for Vince Dunn, Carson Kuhlman who came over last year from Boston. I think
1: Derek, he has a chance this year to be a bit of a breakout player. Huck loose in front of the net. Everly lets a shot fly, but it's right into the flaming sea in the front of Vladar's jersey. The goaltender in perfect position makes that save look easy, and that's something uh, that I said a lot about Dan Vladar on Sunday night versus the Canucks. Well, Vladar had 15 saves, but Derek, I
2: don't think it's unfair to suggest eight of them were difficult, and four of them were 10 bellers. He looked as comfortable as in control, and you like to use the word quiet, as I've ever seen him. So, you know, it's not going to mean much two weeks from now, but it, it's a good start for the young man from the Czech Republic, or Czechia now, as it's referred to.
1: Never too early to start to build your confidence up a little bit heading towards the regular season. Especially not that position. No. Flames will chase the puck and catch up to it in the Kraken zone. Walker Duer, who is Terrific for the Flames last preseason in there on the four check. We'll knock the puck up the fireboards. Jones, trying to settle it down Count. Not sure about the ice conditions at Climate Pledge Arena. That puck seems bouncing around like a rubber ball early in the first period. Here's Will Borgen. He's going to back it up. Two done. Flames are finishing a line change here as True's going to kick the puck out to center. And now Lind overskates it at the Flames blue line. And the Flames will bring it the other way led by Pelletier. Comes it up the left wing side and flips it in behind the net. Matthew Phillips in there on the forecheck can't come up with the puck. Up the crack in the other way, Hayden, up the right wing side. Will throw it in behind the Flames net, and now it's knocked towards the net by Hayden. Ends up bouncing back at a blue line to the left point. Alexiak, far side to Coolman. This. Is Cross ice, but his pass is picked off by Pelche, who's going to flip it in behind the crack and net. Nice read by Pelche after Vladar had to make a decent stop from in tight on the short side. Jacob Pelche, coming off of an outstanding rookie season in the American Hockey League, finished second on the Stockton Heat in goals, assists, and points: 27, 35, and 62 in 66 games last season. Only Matthew Phillips had more goals, assists, and points. For the Flames AHL affiliate. Formerly the Heat, and now the Wranglers. I love the name. Me too. And the logo. Pocket of the Kraken zone. We are approaching the seven-minute mark of the first period. The game is still scoreless. Seattle out shooting Calgary four to three. The bracket will get it in deep. Got a battle for the puck in the near quarter. It's picked up by Milano. Milano gets tripped up. We've got a penalty call coming up against Andrew... Poderalski, the top point producer in the American Hockey League in each of the last two seasons. 102 last year with the Chicago Wolves. The left wing side, Ruzicka brings the puck in and gets hooked up. And that'll lead to a stoppage of play and a power play. Uh, Holmes by Avi built power play for the Flames. And it's really a lot of success. Ooh, that's loud. Miner, trippy. Certainly had a lot of success on the power play in their preseason openers, that uh, split squad versus the Canucks. The Flames going four for 15 in those two games. That's 26.7%, which ranks sixth in the NHL in the preseason. The Kraken penalty killed a perfect four for four in their 3 nothing victory over the Oilers in their preseason opener last night. We'll take a break and come back with a Flames power play we're in the first period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Where the Kraken and Calgary Flames are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You are listening to
0: Alpine Credits Flames Hockey. What a save by Markstrom! Oh my goodness! On Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
1: Flames and Kraken scoreless at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle as Andrew Poderalski goes to the penalty box. Looks like he might finally be a full-time NHLer, Lou. Got a one-way contract, a two-year deal for $1.25 million. Uh, Signed it back on the opening day of free agency on July 13th. Uh, Two-time Calder Cup champion. Calder Cup playoff MVP with the Checkers in 2019. Won another championship with the Wolves last season. Uh, Been a really good player at the AHL level for a long time. And trying to become a full-time NHLer this season.
2: Well, Ron Francis and his staff obviously believe that that has some potential or they wouldn't have
1: offered him a one-way deal. Action is back underway at Climate Pledge Arena. I do apologize for the technical difficulties we're having. Our audio and video feeds are uh, not synced up. So we're going to just drop the uh, in-arena noise and uh, try to make it as exciting as we can for you without that uh, crowd noise Is Flames uh, are buzzing around the Kraken net. Ruzicka gets a shot off, and it is stopped by Grubauer, who falls backwards on the puck, and pretty good uh, flurry of chances there for the Flames to get this power play started. Well, Adam Ruzicka has looked very comfortable on
2: the ice on the wing. Now, right now, he's working off the right flank on the power play, and he made a lovely cross-seam pass to Nick DeSimone, and Grubauer made an excellent save off DeSimone from about six feet away. And you mentioned Grubauer. He had a miserable first year with his new team. And if Seattle, Derek, is to be more competitive this season,
1: he has got to get back to his regular form. Goaltending, I thought, would be the biggest strength for the Kraken last year with him and Chris Drieger, and uh, it was arguably their biggest weakness. Agreed. Here's Valamaki with a minute and three seconds remaining in the Flames' power play. Lays the block to Phillips, who tries to give it to Klapka, but the pass is broken up. And here come the Kraken the other way. And up the left wing side, stepping in is McCann. He gets a shot off and it bounces off a body and wide of the Flames net. Now Klapka will dish it off to Dylan Dubé. Crosses the Kraken line, steps into the slot and shoots. And that shot rolls off the tip of the stick and wide to the near corner. And now it's lifted up in the air and over the head of Phillips and out to center ice. And Vladar made an excellent save on what turned into a three-on-two shorthanded rush
2: with Jordan Eberle, the trigger man from about seven feet. He is dialed in
1: again. Here comes Milano, and up the left wing boards. He gets bumped off the puck by Cale Flurry. who was born in Calgary. Back to the left point, Mackey across the line. And now Nicholas Malosh will move it deep into the Kraken zone. Deseri. Grabs it, leaves it far quarter. Milano will bank it off stick back to the blue line. Mackey tries to shop but can't get it through to the goaltender. And the Kraken will clear it down the ice. Now the flame is it out to center just across the red line. Rogetsko will get it in deep. Susie will pick it up, play it up the near side to Everly, who flips it up the middle of the ice. And Dunn will jump up and join the rush. Buck bouncing around in front of the net, and it's backhanded towards the net and just wide by... Fourth overall pick, Shane Wright. How surprised were you that uh, Wright slipped from one to four in the draft? I
2: actually, Derek wasn't after the Slavkovsky pick just because of the depth New Jersey had, and I suspected it might be a coin flip
1: between Cooley and Wright for Arizona at three. Lame's power play has come to an end, no damage done. Still scoreless in this game against the Kraken as we approach the 10 minute mark of the first period at Climate Pledge Arena. Here's Johnny Gord, of course, not only teammates but line mates with Blake Coleman on those back to back Stanley Cup champion Lightning teams in 20 and 21. Buck bounces into the near corner. McCann, the led the team with a career high, 27 goals and 50 points in 74 games last season, in there with a four check. Along with Gord, the Kraken can't come up with it as the Flames will roll it to their blue line. Here's Fleury. Swings it up the near side. And backing up into his own territory is Alexiak. Alexiak will whip it up the middle of the ice. Off the stick of Daniel Sprong and deep into the flame zone. Now it's picked up and cleared right back out. As Dewar is able to... Play the puck to the Kraken blue line. It's immediately throwing down the ice right in on Vladar, who stops the puck and moves it to Mackey. He gives it to Eakin, who tries to pass. Ends up bouncing across the ice. Malosh catches up to it and ends up chopping it right into his own bench. And out of play. And it will step away with 9.06 to play in the opening period in Seattle. The Kraken and Calgary Flames still scoreless in this preseason game in Seattle. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Alpine Credits Flames Hockey. Now they score! On Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
2: Following this contest, stay tuned for the Shane Holmes Save of the Game. For every one of those made by a Flames goaltender, Shane Holmes donates to Kids Sport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build, and as he was on Sunday in Calgary in the 4-0 victory over the Vancouver Canucks, the star of the Flames show early in this game has been Daniel Vladar. He has made two or three dandy saves already, and I believe he's made a total of seven saves so far in the opening period, which has 9.06
1: remaining in it. Faceoff coming up to Vladar's right. He has stopped all eight Kraken shots. At the other end, Grubauer has turned aside all five flame shots in this scoreless hockey game. Kraken with the offensive zone draw, puck to the left point. Olofsson slides it down low, and Eakin will pick it up along the end boards and make an outlet pass to Mackey, who marches up the left wing side and now flips the puck through the neutral zone and into Kraken territory. Dewar, Dube and Eakin all go flying in on the forecheck as the puck is scooped up in the near corner by Olofsson. He tries to clear it out but can't. Eakin doing a nice job along the near boards with some support from Dube keeping the puck in for the Flames. It's back to the blue line. It's thrown towards the net by a Flames defenseman. Unable to catch a number there as he was off of our monitors but no damage is done as Hammerly will chip it up the fireboards. Again, not out as the Flames' Eakin will hold the puck at the blue line and flip it into the Kraken zone before heading to the bench to make a change. But a uh, good shift by that line Lou. Cody Eakin again has been pretty strong. He
2: made one ill-advised pass in his own zone right at the start of that shift, but been very strong, responsible, physical, and around it
1: every shift. Matthew Phillips just took a pretty good hit from Will Borgen as he crossed the Kraken blue line. Flames do hold the puck in. Valamaki takes a hit to make a play and moves it into the corner. We've got a, another penalty call coming up here. And it looks like it is going to be on the Flames.
2: Yeah, even though the stick was lost in the corner by a member of the Flames, it is going to be... Ben Jones who makes his way. Ben had a very good game in Vancouver in that overtime triumph. He had a goal and an assist. A lot of people not familiar with a Calgary Flames newcomer who's 23 years of age. He was a 7th round pick of the Vegas Golden Knights in 2017. He had an excellent year in Henderson with the Silver Knights. Had 25 goals last season and was a big scorer in the Ontario Hockey League with Niagara, where in his last season there, Derek, he had 102
1: points. Yeah, the uh, unrestricted free agent signing a one-year, two-way contract with the Flames on July 16th. And just to put that in perspective, if he plays in the NHL, we don't expect him to, he'll make $750,000. If he plays in the AHL, $100,000. These guys have a lot to play for as they try to earn spots. Face off to the right of Ladar. Crack and win it. Done with a shot that bounces wide of the Flames net. And now it's loose in the far corner. And it's picked up by Dusimone, who rims it around up the near boards. And down the ice as the Flames head to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary-powered penalty kill here. And they've been outstanding on both sides of special teams so far in the preseason. Coming to the game, a perfect 12 for 12 on the penalty kill. And obviously tied for first in the league so far in the preseason. The Kraken power play 0 for 6 in their 3-0 preseason opener versus the Oilers last night. Bucking behind the Flames net Schwartz. Working up the far boards now McCann. Backs it up to the blue line to Dunn. Gets it back. Drops it off. Dunn winds and fires a shot that deflects over the glass and out of play. Fladar continues to be strong.
2: Daryl Sutter opting to use the pairing of Eakin and Dylan Dubé up front on the penalty kill and I really felt like the more Dylan Dubé was used in the second half of last season in a penalty-killing role, Derek, it really helped his offensive game. He only had 11 points in the first 42 games of the year and then had 21 in the last 37 he
1: played. Yeah, finished with a career-high 18 goals, 14 assists, and 32 points in 79 games. And as good as those numbers sound, uh, I think the ceiling's even higher for Dylan Dubé. As he gets set for another season. Finished a first in fitness testing for a second straight season. Good start. Kraken will get the puck in deep with 45 seconds remaining in this Flames penalty. And now it comes loose for Dewar, and he's going to dump it down the ice. Good play by Nicholas Malosh to close the gap. Knocked it off Podorowski's stick and led to a clear. Kraken will start to skid it out as Susie will back the puck up. And now the Kraken cross the Flames line. Gord will drop right-wing side to Jagger Furkus. a native of Irma, Alberta, population 477. He's a talented kid. Now Potteralski will move it a rink wide up the fireboards over to Sprong. Sprong with a shot, a weak one blocked as Jan Kuznetsov got in the way of that one. Now a will bounce in behind the Flames net. Got a battle for it along the end boards. It ends up squirting free, and as the Flames penalty comes to an end, here they come three on two into the Kraken zone. Up the right side, Zeri with a shot right into the chest protector of the goaltender, and Grubauer will hold on. Grubauer's looked more like himself in this game
2: than in any of the four games that he played versus the Flames during last season. The Flames swept the season series versus the Kraken.
1: Then again, he's playing against uh, what, with all due respect, I'll call their B squad. So, uh, we'll take what we see tonight uh, with a grain of salt. Win or lose for the Flames, who are trying to improve to a perfect 3-0 and in the preseason. The Kraken trying to improve to 2-0. and And we're no closer to knowing which team uh, will remain perfect in the preseason. Flames and Kraken scoreless in the first period in Seattle. And this is Alpine Credits Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Alpine Credits Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
1: A little bit less than six minutes to play in the opening period in Seattle, where the Kraken and Calgary Flames are scoreless, and the first of two preseason games between the two teams, Derek Wills, Peter Labardius, and Pat Steinberg. Bringing you the game from Calgary. And I once again apologize for some technical difficulties we're having. Pat has been working his tail off, trying to figure some things out. But there's only so much the man can do, Lou. That's true. But he's, as always, trying to play MacGyver. Yeah. He's got his duct tape out, a little chewing gum, and a toothpick. And two pairs of pliers. (laughs) Here's Zarian behind the net, trying a wraparound. uh, It's swatted away by Grubauer. And now Lynn will pick the puck up, lift it off the glass, but not out. It's held in right point by Nicholas Melosh. And, Lou, you think he could uh, actually make the Flames opening night roster, don't
2: you? I do, with Oliver Shillington away on personal leave. Now, who knows? Maybe, you know, we, we go to the rink tomorrow and Oliver is there, and that would be awesome. But... Not holding my breath for that to happen, no, by the way. No, I'm not either. I just, as I said to Patty in the pregame show, A, I've always kind of liked him, and... He's not Eric Goodbranson, but he's a 25-year-old version. he That's how he plays, and mm-hmm. he's a right-handed shot, physical, can kill
1: penalties, so I think he's very much in the mix, Eric. Kraken buzzing around in the flame zone. His puck is picked up in the near corner by Dewar. He rims it around up the far boards, but not out. It's held in by Kuhlman. He drops left point. Kraken bounce a shot to the net, and Vladar... Gets his glove on it, and will hold on for a whistle. And Malash has good size as well. He's 6'3", 211. And when you look at his contract, I think it gives you an idea of where the Flames could potentially see him fitting in. Uh, The UFA signs a one-year, $950,000 contract. You're not giving that to a guy who you think is going to spend the entire season in the AHL, are you? No, you are not. And I do. I think... I think there's some
2: potential room at the end, and the Flames are in a situation right now where the no vacancy sign (laughs) is on more often than not.
1: Which is good. Absolutely, it's good. Unless you're someone trying to make the team. Who's on the outside looking in. That's not so good. But uh, internal competition is. Flames will clear the puck out. Kraken will pick it up at center. Schwartz will back it up into his own territory to Borgen. Morgan being chased around by Pelche Slides the puck into the near quarter to Schwartz again. And he'll move it rink wide to Eberly. I'm proud to say, plays at the same golf course that I do. Jordan Eberly, He's, Eberle, uh, he's joining, pretty good at that yeah, game, too. British Greens Golf and Country Club this uh, summer. It was great to see him out there. And just one of the guys. Really good guy, Jordan Eberly. Pucking behind the Flames net. And Phillips will dig it out and give it to Cole Schwint, who, of course, was... Uh, part of that Matthew Kachuk trade. Flames acquiring him, Jonathan Huberto, and Mackenzie Weger, along with the first-round pick back on July 23rd, and Flames are pretty high on Schwintlew. Yeah, and I can understand
2: why. It's going to take some time. He's going to start the year again in the American Hockey League, but he's got great size. He's coming off an excellent season last year in the American League, a former pick of the Carolina Hurricanes, and Big right-handed, and one of the things I like about him, Derek, is everybody in hockey I've talked to this summer about him. They love his character,
1: and they like the fact that he wins a lot of face-offs. Flames will fire the puck in behind the crack in net. Milano moves it down low. Zeri trying to settle it down to Shoup. The puck ends up bouncing over the blade of his stick, and now Potarolsky will grab it and clear it to the blue line. Not quite out though, as the Flames are going to bat it back in behind the crack in net. Along the end boards, Alexiak slips it into the near quarter. And now Ferkus will back it up to Alexiak. Bounces it off the rear end of his teammate Ferkus, but it ends up deflecting out. And here come the Kraken in with it. Sprong racing it up the right wing side, tries a shot and misses. Now Alexiak with a long distance shot that bounces through to Vladar, but he's able to fight the puck off. And now Milano takes over. He'll wheel up the right wing side, across the Kraken line, and it in as Flames... Luck to make a line change with now 1.48 to play in a still scoreless first period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Kraken will dump it in behind the net. our stops it and plays it near quarter to Vala Makes a quick outlet pass to Eakin. He sends it out to setter, but uh, the pass intended for Dewar didn't connect because Dewar had his stick at a bad spot and ended up losing it. It went flying through there like a boomerang, and here come the Kraken in with it now. Lind up the left wing side. He'll Backhand the puck in behind the net. In there digging for it is Hayden. A Yale man. Hayden will back it up to the blue line. and Now the Kraken will rim it around and up to the near side. Valimaki taking a shot there from Hayden. But he's still able to pick the puck up and skate it out. And he'll backhand it in as the flames start to change. With now one minute remaining in the first period. One in the first period. Here's Susie back in his zone. We'll move it up, the middle of the ice, and now done. The stretch pass that uh, misses the mark, as Gord couldn't get there, and that turns into an icing call on the Kraken. As we bring you this game from the South Point Toyota broadcast booth, it's time to Toyota under the Toyota Tower. Pre-order from over 400 incoming new Toyotas with zero down and zero payments until March 2023. OAC only at South Point Toyota. Flames being outshot in this opening
2: period, 13 to nine. And Seattle with a face-off edge, 8-6, but the Flames just one one there. Kraken come up with a puck,
1: and they will clear it out. Kuhlman gets to the Flames' blue line, but no further as he's turned back, and the puck gets poked into Kraken territory, and going back to get it is Olofsson. He'll leave it in behind the net. It's a return feed from Susie. Olofsson sends it out to center, but Dubé is going to knock it down, carry it to the Kraken blue line, and dump it into the near corner. Susie picks it up there and lobs it up in the air over the head of Gilbert and into the flame zone, but in there one on three. Kuhlman couldn't come up with the puck as we're into the final 10 seconds of the period now. Here comes Jones up the left wing side, turns the puck over as Susie lifts the stick and... Wax it out to the neutral zone, and Duby will dump it in as the horn sounds, signaling the end of the opening period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. As he was in the first two periods versus the Canucks at Scotiabank Saddledome Dome in Calgary two nights ago, Dan Vladar Sharp in the opening 20 minutes of tonight's contest versus the Kraken, and I would say the biggest reason why this game is scoreless through 20 minutes
0: through 20 with 40 to go second period play-by-play starts now with Derek and peter sportsnet 960 the Fan.
1: crack it out shoot the flames 13 to 9 in a scoreless first period at climate pledge arena in seattle both teams had a power play opportunity and neither team capitalized so still looking for the first goal of this preseason game between pacific division rivals as we get set to start the second period which will bring you from the South Point Toyota broadcast booth. It's time to Toyota under the Toyota Tower. South Point Toyota is paying above market value for trade-ins, up to 130% of black book value. Visit my friends at South Point Toyota today. Lou, your thoughts on a pretty uneventful first period? Yeah, it was uneventful,
2: but for some of the things that you know, I had an eye on, Connor Mackey, Nicholas Malosh, I thought were pretty steady in that opening period. Didn't see a whole lot of trouble when they were on the ice. But the story of the first period for the Flames was Daniel Vidar. He's just rock solid. Two or three fantastic saves in that opening period was very much in control. Um his rebound control was fantastic. I really I really liked what I saw. The Flames were not able to create a lot in the other end of the building but you know it was a bit of a no hitter too for the most part not a lot of juice it's September 27th
1: it is and for those who have a spot on the team I guess you can live with that type of game but for those who don't and are trying to stand out and are trying to get a contract or earn a job at the NHL level instead of being sent down to the AHL the last 40 minutes of this hockey game could be important. You never know when your last game is going to be in. I think you have to make the most of this opportunity Always, playing
2: tonight. Every game you play when you're in that kind
1: of position. Your rope is uh, very limited. Well, the puck's been dropped, and we are underway with the second period of play at Climate Pledge Arena. The Flames with their road white jerseys on are moving from left to right in your radios. The Kraken with their deep-sea blue jerseys on are moving from right to left. Buck is a slid down the ice and into the flame zone. And Vladar will stop it and slot it up the fireboards. Mackey chips it ahead to Ruzhitska, who, if you're just joining us, is playing left wing tonight. First time as a member of the Calgary Flames that he's done that. A natural centerman. Flames is seeing if he could potentially fit into another spot because of the depth down the middle. And I must say that Ruzitska... Certainly put in the work during the offseason, Lou. He was a big guy last year. He's a bigger guy this year. Yeah, he looks cut out of the stone this time around. Bucket into the Kraken zone. Here is Alexiak. Slides it left-wing side to Schwartz, who will drop it back. Flames will steal the puck in the neutral zone, though. They were able to whack it away from Flurry and into the Kraken end, but now it's cleared back out. And here comes Eberle into Flames territory. Eberle spins and drops, and now a slap shot in the blue line bounces to the net and is fought off by Vladar back to the high slot Alexiak leans into one and Vladar kicks that one away back to the right point held into the line by Alexiak slides it down low Malosh will pick it up and bounce it off the stick of Dewar not out of the zone Teldon again by Alexiak he leaves it far side and now Wright will pick it up there's the saucer back to the blue line but his pass back to Olofsson's broken up now Dubé is going to sprint down the ice steal the puck and circling behind the Kraken net with it, but he's in there one on four as the Flames are in the middle of making a change. And at the end of a long shift, good work by Dubay to get the puck in deep. And now, the Simone holds it in right point for the Flames. Kraken trying to clear, can't. Pelche in there with a forecheck, lifts the stick of Alexiak, who I think needs to get to the bench. He uses that long stick to knock it out to the neutral zone, of the Kraken will dump it in behind the Flames net from there. miss Simone. Slides it up the right wing side right by everybody wearing white and deep into a crack in territory and Dunn, a Stanley Cup champion with the Blues back in 2019 goes back to get it Slides it up the left wing side to Susie Bounces it off a stick and deep into the flame zone Vladar will wait for the puck to trickle into the trapezoid and drop it back to one of his defensemen Flames can't clear it out of the zone though Puck knocked into the near corner. quarter Daniel Sprong who was born in the Netherlands but moved to Canada when Who's a wee lad, eight years old. Watch the crack and get it in deep, but the Flames do clear it out and down the ice. And they'll fight for it in the far quarter as Susie picks the puck up and rims it around up the near side to the aforementioned Sprong, who will drop it behind his net. Right back to Susie He skips it out to center ice and ahead to Furcus, who gets over as he crosses the Flames blue line. Great one on one shoulder to the chest, courtesy of Connor Mackey. And now Connor Zeri gets hauled down. Penalty call coming up against the Kraken. Flames will get Vladar to the bench and an extra attack around to the ice as we've got another Holmes by build power play coming up here. Zeri's going to stick handle into the Kraken zone. Zeri trying to go end to end. Loses the puck, finds it, but uh, not in time to prevent the whistle from being blowing and then he took a shot at the end of that play a little bit late as a matter of fact but it looks like there's only one penalty call coming against the Kraken. Former Buffalo Sabre prospect Will
2: Borgan who came over in the expansion draft uh, is somewhat fortunate that he didn't add to Seattle's penalty totals for the shot from behind. Connor Zeri with a nice rush up the middle of the ice after he was originally pulled down That's what led to the penalty, and the play somewhat began with a great one-on-one hit by Mackey on the youngster, 18-year-old Jagger Furkus. Great name, very talented young player, small in stature, fantastic hands. He had 80 points with the Moose Jaw Warriors last year. I thought he was the best forward in the top prospects game last year in Hamilton. And I think he will be in the running to play
1: for Canada at the World Junior coming up in Halifax. Not a heck of a lot bigger than Matthew Phillips, Jagger Furkus. Stands 5'10, 153. He's got some skill. Flames on another Holmes Bavi built power play. 0 for 1 tonight. Looking set up as Phillips tries to drop to Pelche, but the pass gets picked off. And here come the crack in the other way, led by Kuhlman moment drives the net gets a backhand shot off it's steered aside by Vladar and now Phillips is going to pick the puck up in the far corner fans upset about something maybe something that happened off our monitors is do stick handles across the crack and blue line but the flames are offside on the play with a minute and 11 seconds remaining in their power play Jacob Pelche, who
2: I've always liked because of his tenacity the details in his game In his first preseasons in Calgary, and it's early in this one, he looks like a youngster who's put a lot of pressure on himself. Even on that power play, that interior pass to him in the bumper, he normally takes that and executes better in that kind of situation. And that, to me, over all these years of watching the game, look like somebody
1: who's maybe trying too hard. Flames with a minute remaining in their power play. We are just past the four and a half minute mark of the second period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Where there's still no score. Here's Milano. Milano will spin into the near quarter and play it back to the right point to Mackey. Returns the puck to Milano. Moves it up the far side to Rujitska. Ruzhitska swings it back to the left point to Mackey. Plays it near half-boards to Milano. Makes a rink-wide pass. It bounces by Ruzicka, but he's able to recover the puck, and then he gets hit and knocked down by a member of the Kraken. And here they come as McCann will bring it in and drop it. And now Olofsson gets a shot off. that's stopped by Vladar. Here comes Ruzicka the other way. He gets bowled over from behind by Alexiak. And I don't see the referees on our monitor, but I've got to guess there's another penalty call coming up here. It looks like it. You would think from the vantage
2: point we had that it would be Alexiak, but we'll wait for Kyle Raymond, the veteran referee, former Western League referee of the year. And it's going to be to the Flames. And I wondered about that as Ryzyczka was knocked down in somewhat open ice, about three feet from the boards, and then... He tripped up Alexiak after they both went down to the ice at the other end, three on two, short-handed and guess who, solid as a rock. One more time, Vladar, as Gustav Olofsson, the Swede,
1: jumped up on the rush. So a little four on four and then uh, the Kraken will head to their second power play of the hockey game. The Flames to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill, which has been perfect so far in the preseason. And the crack and penalty has come to an end and now they're on the power play with an opportunity to break one of the two goose eggs up on the scoreboard at climate pledge arena Gord will get the puck in deep Lames will pick it up in behind the net and lift it up in the air and down the ice It trickles right in on Grubauer stops the puck and sets it up for Susie he can all over him on the four checks Susie will give it to Gord. Crosses the Flames line and moves it up the right wing side. And now Furkus will drop it off to Podorowski. Rims it around and up the near boards where it's held in left point by Sprong. He plays it up the far side. Podorowski with a shot. That to deflects wide of Ladar's well, net, but the crack can hold the puck in. Furkus, far side. And now Podorowski bounces it out in front. Flames clear to the blue line, not out. Susie holds it in. Susie to Podorowski with a shot, and Vladar with Gord trying to screen him. Able to look around the Kraken forward, spot the puck, and grab it with his glove, and will hold on again. Stop number 19, and retrievals are
2: such a big part as Podorowski stopped. Looked like it might have been going wide. But again, Vladar in good shape. Credit the youngster, Furkus. It was his ability to keep it alive with a good stick lift
1: that led to that shot by last year's AHL's top scorer. Bracken went on an offensive zone face off. Back to the right point, here's Dunn. Across the line to McCann. Moves it into the far corner. Everly will drop it. Hawkins are bouncing back to the blue line. Dunn tries a shot but it deflects up over the glass. And out of play. A tip of the cap to Jeff Mason and Pat Steinberg had some issues in the first period, but uh, the audio uh, synced up uh, a lot closer to the video than it was, so uh, some nice work by those two gentlemen. Uh, excellent
2: work, and its I try to remind everyone, it's, it's kind of early in the preseason, so, you know, this is the time to have some bugs. About October 13th, you want all the bugs to go away, just like the players. They want all the bugs to go away between now and then, too.
1: I hate bugs. Well, so do I, but. Here's McCann. He'll rim the puck in. 18 seconds to go in this crack power play. As he's set up inside of the flame zone, McCann. Drops to Dunn. Moves it far side. Now Wright will drop it. Dunn takes over left point. A few seconds left in this team's power play. He moves the puck in behind the net. Schwartz will circle back to the blue line. He tries a pass, but it's broken up. Good stick, and now is in a chase after the puck. Catch up to it and center it. And spinning and trying to shoot is Jones, but puck goes wide of the Kraken net. Two good plays by Jones. He broke it
2: up, and then he busted up the ice to make himself available and got somewhat inside position on what was a two-on-two going back into Kraken territory.
1: Lock loose in the Kraken zone. Lind will take over. And clear it out. And now True shoots it in. Not in deep, but Lind's able to get it in behind the Flames net. And now we've got a penalty call coming up. Looks like Kuznetsov is the guilty guy. Is. Kraken get their goaltender to the bench and an extra attacker on the ice, but not in enough time to do anything. We'll take a break, and when we come back, I think the Flames are going to be on another Wolf Cadillac Calgary-powered penalty kill. 11.57 to play in the second period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, where the Flames and the Kraken are still scoreless. And this is Alpine Credits Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Alpine Credits Flames Hockey Hockey. on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Following the game,
2: stay tuned for the Shane Holmes save of the game. For every Flames save all season long, our friends at Shane Holmes donate to Kid Sport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build is second round pick of the Flames. A couple of years ago, Yan
1: Kuznetsov in the penalty box for tripping. Flames and another Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill. As the Kraken head of the power play for the third time tonight. Huck behind the Flames net. Mackey trying to clear Kent. It's held at right point by the Kraken. Pass across the line. McCann winds and fires a shot wide of Ladar's net. And now the loose puck is picked up and cleared down the ice. Good play by Milosz to handle it. One-handed little chip off the end boards for the clear. Here's Schwartz up the left wing side, centering. Everly throws it out in front. Bouncing puck just outside of the crease. And it's corralled by Dunn. He leaves a left point. McCann with a shot through some traffic. And that one's blocked by a member of the Flames. Gilbert got in the way of that one. Was a little slow to get up, but he's back on his feet. And he picks up the puck. And shoots it up the fireboards and down the ice. Dennis Gilbert, an unrestricted free agent who signed a two year, $1.525 million contract with the Flames on July 13th. Flames with a lot of defensemen on NHL contracts, Lou. Yes. Lots of depth. Can never have enough in that spot. Battle for the puck and behind the Flames net. 45 seconds left in this Kraken power play. Here's Gord, up the far side to Poderalski, but he can't corral it. It is held in by the Kraken, and now a one-timer off the stick of Sprong is gloved down by Vladar, who's gonna hold on. There are some nights for goalies, I would
2: imagine, I've never been one, but in all the goalies that I've talked to, where your anticipation leaves you ahead of everything that occurs. And that's the type of night that Vladar is having. And it's funny, it's in the same building coming off the long break last season. Remember when Jacob Markstrom talked about the fact that in that game, he felt like he was like just a half a step behind on his reads and it caused a lot of trouble. Well, that's not the case for his partner in crime tonight.
1: 23 seconds remaining in this Kraken power play back in the corner to Vladar's right. Pelche picks it up and now lifts it up in the air and down the ice. Seattle shooting Calgary 21 to 10. I wouldn't say that uh, this is the team the Kraken are going to start the season with but it's pretty close so expected to have the Flames in tough tonight. See if they can get it going in a still scoreless hockey game. Here comes Pelche in. He drops De Simone with a shot that he whips wide of Grubauer's net. Pock held in left point by Klapka. Now the Kraken, Kraken will corral it, come out with it. McCann turns it over to De Simone as Klapka will push it up the right wing boards and ahead to his teammate Jones who dumps it in behind the Kraken net. Rzitski in there with a full four check. But it's picked up by Borgen. Kraken will lift it up in the air and over the glass and out of play. And we will step away just past the 10-minute mark of the second period in Seattle. The Kraken and the Calgary Flames are still scoreless. This is Alpine Credits, Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet
0: 960 The Fan. You are listening to Alpine Credits, Flames Hockey. What a save by Markstrom! Oh my goodness! On Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The Fan.
1: Flames and Kraken still scoreless in Seattle. And preseason game number three of eight for the Flames. Next up, they're back at home tomorrow night. Against We're back the- in the rink. And it's uh, a preseason battle of Alberta, Lou. Looking forward to
2: that. It is. Although, you know what the preseason's all about. The Oilers will save all their top guns or many of them, of course you have to meet an NHL requirement in terms of veteran players and games played in the preseason, but I don't expect to see the likes of McDavid or Dreisaitl or some of those people tomorrow. Looks like Magnus Helberg is coming into the game. He played last season in the KHL in Sochi, the site of the 2014 Winter Olympic Games as he takes over Midway through
1: here from Philip Grubauer, who stopped all 10 that he had to deal with. I wonder how things are going to play out as far as the goaltenders go for the Kraken and the Firebirds, the Coachella Valley Firebirds of the AHL, because they've got Philip Grubauer, Chris Drieger, Martin Jones, Joey Decord, and Magnus Hellberg under contract. One too many guys
2: there. Yes, one too many and somebody's gonna end up in Palm Desert, although their brand new arena, in doing a little research today, is not slated to be ready until somewhere in the middle to the end of December. So I believe early in the American Hockey League season, Coachella Valley will play their games in Seattle. Not quite as balmy as... No. (laughs) You'd love Palm Desert. Don't know yeah. if you've been, but I have not. I, I hear, and I haven't been either. I hear they have a few golf courses there. That's that's the word on the
1: street. I'm sure they do. Now, once hockey starts officially, the golf clubs go away, so it doesn't matter anyway. But I do like sun. Might not see much of that in Seattle, though. It's true. Up the right wing side, here is Coolman. Coolman gets it in deep. Cracking out shooting, the Flames 20 to 10, but none of those 30 shots have gone in. we are still scoreless tonight. Eakin battling for the block deep in the flame zone. Gord knocks it away from him. It's held in near side by Alexiak. Of course, the older brother of swimmer Penny, Canada's most decorated Olympian with seven medals. Here comes Dewar up the right wing side. A rising wrist shot stopped by Helberg picked up by de simone bounces it off the fireboards and over to his teammate gilbert gilbert spins and shoots that shot deflects off a stick up before the glass and into row number three at climate pledge arena it was not a good first touch for the big swedish netminder, who's 31
2: years of age the flames only have two shots on goal now in the whole period in fact they're up to three nine through the first they just had Two on the newcomer and not exactly great rebound control on either shot for Magnus Albert, but never easy to come
1: in cold midway through a game. Oh, a shot block and the puck gets poked down the ice by Furkus. crack and catch up to it and beyond the Flames net and back it up to the blue line to Dunn, left point, Dunn. Move it near side, now get a return feed from one of his teammates, Dunn. Wheels in behind the Flames net into the far corner and centers. And now they score. Nice pass by Vince Dunn from the far corner into the high slot. And Daniels Sprong one times the puck past Dan Vladar and the Kraken of their 21st shot of the hockey game. Finally score and take a one-to-nothing lead. I'm not sure
2: Daniel Vladar saw the shot from Daniel Sprong. It all began when Dennis Gilbert's shot was blocked by the youngster, Jagger Furkus. Tracked down on the end boards, and then Vince Dunn, the former St. Louis Blue, ended up taking a pass. He made his way in behind the Flames net, and he spotted Sprong in the high slot, and... Ben Jones, and he whipped it, to be sure. I think acted inadvertently as he tried to box out his man in front, and took the sight lines away from Vladar. and it's one nothing for the home side.
1: Daniel Sprong, with 14 goals, six assists, and 20 points in 63 games with the Capitals and the Kraken last season. Has played for seven teams in the last seven seasons, but with some shot there to open scoring in Seattle tonight. Here come the Kraken again. Everly tries to poke the puck to Schwartz, but the pass is whacked away, and now Klapka is going to catch up to it. Klapka in with a backhand, right into the gut of the goaltender Helberg, who will hold on. But Adam Klapka, at six foot eight, 235 pounds, with some burst of speed to create that scoring chance. Now the product of Prague in Czechia
2: blocked a shot. Got past the defender, which I believe was Jared McCann, used that great size to get an inside position, went to the backhand, and that's one of the best saves
1: either Kraken goaltender has been forced to make. Base off coming up to Halberg's right. Flames Zari wins it. Milano and Zari in there in the forecheck. Battling for the puck along the fireboards, but Gord comes up with it and moves it to McCann, who glides across center and shoots it in. Rujitsko will take over behind his net, dodges a body check, coughs the puck up in the process, and Kraken will keep it in. Here's McCann with it again. Flips it into the high slot. Puck bouncing around. Settled down by Milano, and now the Flames have a 3-on-2. Zeri. The left wing side to Rujitska. Back to Zeri in front to Milano, who gets one shot away and now another shot and is stopped by Helberg both times. Boy, has a year in the American Hockey League benefited
2: Connor Zeri. Stronger, faster. There's never been any question about his determination and good hands and good vision. He looks so much better this fall. And people who are always in such a rush sometimes to see first round picks in the NHL, this guy has benefited greatly, the 2021 National Junior Team member. And remember, he had that high ankle sprain early in camp last year, so he didn't even play a full season. But boy, I have liked what I've seen in two games
1: from the Saskatoon product. Base off to Helberg's left. Flames win that draw, back to the right point. to Simone. moves it to Dewar who shoots. Again, right into the chest protector of Helberg, who will hold on. A faceoff win that
2: time for the Flames, and it was Cody Eakin who won it. In specialty situations, Derek, when you think towards opening night against Colorado, make a difference, and if you're somebody like Eakin trying to earn a spot in a contract with this team, Winning face-offs, killing penalties, not going to hurt if you do those couple of things very
1: well, and potentially put yourself ahead of others. Comes Everly up the right wing side. He moves it up the middle. Buck chopped up the near boards by Wright, over to Schwartz who returns it to Wright. Only the near side for Alexiak. Drops it to Schwartz who tries a shot that deflects wide of Vladar's net. And out from the far circle, Wright shoots and whips one wide. Well, Shane Wright
2: has always been able to release the puck.
1: Kraken will start the change as Flames Gilbert picks it up, spins, and moves it up the near side to DeSimone. Simone. Who I'm told was one of the best defense, but the Stockton Heat had last season. Nick to Simone. Bouncing around inside of the Kraken zone. Home team comes up with it. Here comes Potoralski the other way, leaves it left wing side. Now Sprong, who's got the game's only goal, drops. Fireboards to Morgan Morgan will lock the pocket into the near quarter to Sprong, but now Pelchier whacks it away. Up the near boards, not out. As it's picked up and now cleared out by Jones. Daniel Sprong, who had six goals
2: in 16 games with Seattle after coming over from Washington. I would suggest he's been the best forward in the whole game tonight. Pretty dangerous
1: most of his shifts. I saw a graphic uh, saying there was a delayed penalty call coming. Not sure who it's on, but we'll fill you in when we find out. And that'll be when we come back. 4.57 to play in the second period in Seattle. And it is the Kraken 1 and the Flames nothing. And this is Alpine Credits, Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet. 960, the fan.
0: Listening to Alpine Credits Flames Hockey. No, they score! On Sportsnet 960, the fan.
1: Flames on a Holmes by Abbey power play. Can't see who's in the box for the Kraken. Flames trying to tie this game in one. Just under five minutes to play in the second. Here's Mackey. Out of the far circle, gets it back. Tries a one timer, but deflects off a stick over the glass and into the netting. Connor had an assist in the game on
2: Sunday paired with Mackenzie Wieger. Tonight, he's been on a pairing with Nicholas Milosz. And he has had some power play time as well. And he had a solid season in Stockton. 36 points in 53 games. Played in three games
1: last season with the Flames. He's been an offensive zone draw here's Mackey. top of the near circle. Rajitska tries a shot but fans on it and now true will shoot the puck down the ice. It comes free out in front of the net and Hayden can't corral it but had a good shorthanded chance there here's Mackey up the middle news crosses the Kraken line and slides the left wing side. Rajitska tried to feed it out in front but his pass gets broken up and now True's going to take over again. Drag the puck a little bit, backing it up into his own zone as the Flames make a change. Two opportunities there for Ruzicka.
2: He lost a 50-50 puck battle against Alexander True that could have puck- kept the puck in and then had a chance to make a play after a great feed from Zeri and fanned
1: on a pass. Here comes Dubé, darting it up the left wing side. He gets hit and knocked off the puck by a Kraken defenseman. And now it's lifted up in the air and out. Malamaki battling with Schwartz for the puck red right at center ice as it comes free for Klapka. Not hard to pick him out on our monitors tonight. At six foot eight, two 235 pounds, wearing number 43 for the Flames, Adam Klapka. Yeah, if he played in Seattle, they'd call him Mount Rainier. <laughs> Rackett will clear it out. Here they come short-handed. And up the right wing side, Schwartz centering, gets it back for McCann and scores! back and forth passing play finished by four-time 20 goal getter Jaden schwartz and a short-handed goal gives the kraken a two-nothing lead well dylan dubay
2: turns the puck over inside the line and it leads to by my count the third excellent short-handed odd man rush mccann drove the net and an excellent return pass as Valimaki was the lone man back, basically got a little support on back pressure from Jacob Pelche, but the two veterans combined beautifully. The Kraken had eight shorthanded
1: goals last season. Valimaki spun and almost got enough of that puck to keep it out of the net. It was just inside the goal post, and Kraken score right before the end of their penalty to take a 2-0 lead. Now to the final three minutes of the second period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Looks like a decent crowd. Based on what we can see on our monitors tonight. Well, I'd love to get a look at that arena, Lou. Uh, I've heard some uh, very good reviews. I haven't heard any bad ones. No. Interesting, too, because it's uh, kind of half Ooh. below ground from what I'm told. Oh, it is. It's on the site of the old. Key
2: Arena, and they dug down I don't know how many hundreds of feet.
1: Flames it a hole right now, down 2-0. Slap shot to the Kraken net, puck bounces around a bit. He can try to corral it, can't. Picked up along the fireboards by Dewar. He drops, Milosh, move it to Mackey, flips it towards the Kraken net. Goes wide to the fireboards, Dewar tries to force a pass across, but it gets intercepted, and now Sprung, who's got a goal tonight, brings one of his teammates. Here's a wrist shot off the stick of Kuhlman. that's fought off by Vladar. And now we've got a penalty call coming up. Ekin and Gord got tangled up. Looks like Gord's the guilty guy since the Flames have possession of the puck. And the whistle hasn't been blown. Yeah, he pulled Cody's feet from underneath him. It's under two minutes to play in the period. Vladar's got to the Flames bench. They get an extra attacker on the ice with a delayed crack and penalty call coming. Up the right wing side, here's Rusicka. Ahead to Zeri, he spins and drops. And now De Simone slips at left point. Gilbert moves at far quarter, gets it back. And now plays at right point to Dussimone. They swap spots. Now the puck's played to Milano. shoots, but the uh, puck ends up going over the glass and out of play. And with a minute 28 remaining in the second period and down by two goals. The Flames are about to be up by one man for the fourth time tonight. We'll see if they can... Score a late second period power play goal to get back to within one goal in the hockey game. Well,
2: not that wins and losses are overly important, but you certainly want to be on the right side of every game you play. This feels like an important last minute type power play for the Flames. If nothing else, Derek, they just haven't been able to generate very many quality opportunities in the game all night long. And maybe
1: this gives you a bit of a kickstart off coming up to Helberg's right. Ruzhitska, Zeri. I figure out who the guy on the far side is. I think that's Milano. It is. The three forwards out there for the Flames. The two defensemen are Mackey and Desimone. The Flames racing it up the right wing side. It's Milano. Milano's had a couple of good scoring chances tonight. Lays the puck right point to Mackey and moves it to DeSimone. Slides it down low to Milano again. Milano near half boards to DeSimone. Right point to Mackey. Top of the far circle. Brigitte's oh, with a shot. That one goes fluttering wide of the Kraken net. Flames trying to retrieve it. It's a bouncing back to the blue line but Mackey can't get there quick enough to keep it in. And the Flames will have to regroup out at center. Here comes DeSimone and up the right wing side. He slides it behind the Kraken net with 44 seconds to play in the second period. Here's the Simone. Back to the blue line. Valemaki, top of the far circle. Ruzhitska. A spin, walk towards the net and shoot. That shot gets fought off by Helberg Ruzhitska gets it back with a minute remaining in the Flames' power play. The homes by Abby power play. Here's Zeri. Far corner to Ruzhitska again. Now he bounces it off a stick. Back to the right point. Good hustle by valamaki to get there and keep it in. He slides it to Zeri. He leaves it near corner for Milano. Milano into the high slot to Balamaki, back to Milano with a one-timer off of Alexiak, and wide of the net with five seconds to play in the period. Here's Dubay in front. Milano went down to one knee and tried a one-timer, couldn't get good wood on it though. Balamaki with a last-second shot, it gets blocked, and that'll do it for the first 40 minutes at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. No scoring in the first. The Kraken. Uh, Do tally twice in the second. Daniel Sprong with his first of the preseason at 12.30. Makes it 1-0. And then Jaden Schwartz with his first of the preseason. Scored shorthanded at 17.01. Makes it 2-0 Kraken. And that's where we're at through two periods of play tonight.
0: Time for the final frame. Third period play-by-play is on Calgary Flames Radio. Sportsnet 960 The Fan
1: following a scoreless first period at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, the Kraken tallied not once but twice in the second period. Daniel Sprong with his first of the preseason at 12:30 made it 1-0. Nothing. Jaden Schwartz with his first of the preseason shorthanded at 17:01 made it 2-0. And that's where we're at through two periods of play in Seattle tonight. Shots on goal Seattle with 25, Calgary with 17. There's been lots of power plays. The Flames 0 for 4 with the man advantage. The Kraken 0 for 3. A uh, game that's uh, still very much up for grabs as we head to period number 3, Peter Labardius. It
2: is up for grabs, and the Flames have not generated a pile of scoring chances. That is for sure. Thought they moved it quite nicely in their 1 minute and 25 seconds of power play time late. So we'll see if, not necessarily, they score early in the third with those remaining seconds, but maybe can get some momentum going to try and get themselves back, you know, in a hockey game where there's been some good performances by some Flames and some performances by Flames. I always think these games, they don't always help you take another step, but they will take care of your
1: situation sometimes if – It's not going very well. Well, They can uh, do more harm than good, I think, is what you're trying to say. I am. uh, For some guys who are pushing to get a longer look or trying to earn a contract, this could be an important third period. One guy who's jumped to me, actually, I would say both guys on PTOs have jumped at times in the first two periods tonight. Now, Cody Eakin is a guy who's probably trying to earn a job on the fourth line or as the 13th forward. Uh, He's worked hard tonight, and Sonny Milano has had a handful of scoring chances. I would say he's probably had three good scoring chances in the hockey game, and I'm sure he'd love to pot one in the third period. Yeah, I'd like him still to be a little bit more
2: dangerous on a consistent basis in five-on-five, but there have been some good flashes for sure.
1: In this third period, the Flames with their road white jerseys on are moving from right to left on your radios. The Kraken with their deep sea blue home jerseys on, moving from left to right. Flames have a short power play. Uh, Holmes by Avi built power play to start the third period. And when I say short, uh, I mean it's over already. Less than a minute into period number three. Well, Sonny
2: Milano that time got the puck with some speed in the neutral zone with one last opportunity to break into the zone and unfortunately he went right to where the Kraken wanted him to and couldn't engineer his way past the blue line. Flames ended up turning over the puck
1: and Seattle did ice it shortly thereafter. i like to see Adam Ryzhitska be a little bit uh, more noticeable uh, in this third period playing on left wing for the first time as a member of the Flames uh, as they experiment with uh, giving him a chance to maybe uh, earn a job in the wings since they're so deep at center. One word. Urgency. Here is Eakin. He's got an A on his jersey tonight. Plays at left point. Flames will get it in behind the Kraken net from there. Dubé in on the forecheck. Overskates the puck in behind the Kraken net. And it's chipped up the earboards and out by Susie. Flames will pick it up in beyond their net. Dubé takes a hit as he backs the puck up to Gilbert banks it off the end boards and up the far side and now it's one handed down the ice by Dewar Walker Dewar made his NHL debut in a game against the Senators in Ottawa November 14th last season. Another guy with uh, good size and some skill. Here's Dunn up the right wing side. Poderalski tries to move the puck up the middle of the ice but his pass is picked off by Pelche chip the puck in and chase it. Now he pitchforks it behind the net. Phillips in there with a four-check, as is Jones. But Podorowski will pick up the puck and leave it in behind the net. And now the Kraken will flip it out to center. And here's Lind with it. Slides out to left-wing side to the two-time defending AHL scoring champion, Podorowski. The Kraken get it in deep. Battle for it along the far boards. all tangled up with Furkis as they fight for the puck, and now Kuznetsov comes in there to help out, as does Jones. Gord's able to grab it, play at left point. Lexiak slides at right point to Fleury, who tries a shot but can't get it through. Phillips gets in the way of that one. Back to the right point to Gord. Gord with a little spin around it to get around Pelche. Leave it right point for Fleury. Slips it down low to Gord again. Gord trying to protect the puck from Pelche. Now gets. Pinned in the near corner by Vallabaki as the puck squirts free. And Phillips is going to intercept the pass back to the blue line and slide the puck to Jones. And after a long shift, Flames will dump it down the ice and get in a much needed line change.
2: Yeah.
1: Tough and lengthy. Phillips, Pelche, and Ben Jones got trapped in for a long time. Kraken will dump the puck in. Everly knocks it behind the net. In there on the four check is right. He gets hit knocked off the puck. And now it's scooped up by Cole Schwinn. Selected in the third round, 81st overall by the Panthers in 2019. Made his NHL debut last season, playing in three games. lot trying to center the puck in front, has that pass picked off, gets it back, and now slides the puck right point. There's a D to D pass over to Mackey at the left point. He tries a shot, deflects wide of Hellberg's net. Flames able to hold the pocket of the forecheck. Here's Schwinn in there along with Klapka. Neither guy can come up with the dough. Now Schwartz will take it the other way. Step across the Flames' blue line and one-handed in as the Kraken complete a line change. Seattle O'd shooting Calgary 25 to 18 as we approach the four-minute mark of the third at Climate Pledge Arena. And with the Kraken out in front of the Flames, 2-0 tonight. Shot by Dunn that's deflected wide of the Flames net. And Al Rajitska catches up to the pocket center, bends off a body check from Dunn, tries to shoot it in, but instead shoots it right over the glass and out of play. I think we might be getting a penalty.
2: The whistle blew. I didn't see an offside. There was not an icing unless there was somebody offside on the opposite side of the rink. But as they show the Seattle pressure on the last shift with Gord and I gotta tell you Derek Jagger Furkus has been noticeable and he is not a very big young man but he's won some battles he's made some plays and you see that the Kraken are using both Shane Wright and yes they are shorthanded I only see four on one side and five on the other so what I thought was happening happened flames on a
1: power play uh, Holmes by Avi built power play. Flames power play worked really well against the Canucks, both in Vancouver and in Calgary. More so in Calgary than Vancouver, but worked really well on Sunday, but is 0 for 4 tonight. If they can make it a one goal game again here. DeSimone out in front. Phillips, as he's falling, tries a shot, but can't get it through to the goaltender, Hellberg. Mackey's going to hold the puck in left point. Slides it across to Simone. Goes down, Lower Sheets, Centers Phillips with a one timer, and it's Kicked away by Helberg back to the blue line to Mackey again They'll push it up the fireboards boards to Simone drops to Mackey lays the top of the near circle to Phillips backs it up to the blue line to Mackey gives it to Ruzhitska. he shoots and misses the Kraken net and a loose puck is picked up by Gord who's going to slowly skid it across the Flames blue line and now get it in deep as the Kraken switch up their penalty killers with a little bit less than a minute remaining in this Flames power play. Is Milano. Cross the Flames line, or make that Kraken line. He drops to Schwint, who tries to return the puck to Milano, but it ends up hopping out to center instead. Bellamaki will take over at his blue line. Bounces it off Schwint's stick. Ahead to Zeri. Leaves it right wing side. Milano returns it to Zeri, but his pass back to the left point. It's by everybody wearing white. The puck ends up back in Flames territory with 30 seconds left and the Kraken penalty. And just checking uh, our feed since. Can't tell who's in the penalty box on our monitors. I still don't know. got to get you that. Fifteen seconds left in this flames power play. And now 14 minutes to go in the third period with the Kraken out in front. 2-0. Back to the right point. Sneaking and trying a shot is Schwint, and you could hear it hit the iron. And Deflect up over the glass and out of play. Cool Schwint part of the Matthew Kachuk deal that
2: also brought Mr. Huberto and Weger from Florida showed how he can shoot it. He stepped to the top of the circle, an absolutely wired one that beat Hellberg, and you can't hit
1: the crossbar much harder as Schwint took a look to the heavens. Alex True is the Kraken player sitting in the penalty box for three more seconds. The faceoff coming up to Helberg's left. Buck to the right point to Kuznetsov. Dishes it off to Dube who shoots and misses. And now True back on the ice. He'll clear the pocket of the flames zone. Dubay goes back to get it. Has a little figure eight to get away from a couple of the four checkers and gives the puck to Eakin. And now the Flames will chip and chase. Dubay gets in there first of the four check, but gets cut off by Susi. As Lind will pick the puck up, and tap it to True, and clears it out to center. Gets it back in Kraken territory. And now Dunn falls, blows a tire as Dural pick the puck up and dump it in behind the Kraken net. True's there to recover. Stick handles by Dubay. Loses the puck, finds it, and now clears it out to center ice. Dewey is gonna pick it up and bring it right back in. Dylan Dubay with some jump in his step in this third period. I liked him a lot early in Sunday's game. Absolutely. Now Dubay drops it. Klapka trying to stick handle by Sprong. Loses the puck. Now he's going to grab it again and bring it in and shoot. But that shot ends up sailing right over the glass and out of play. 12.47 remaining in regulation time at Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, where it's the Kraken 2 and the Flames nothing. And this is Alpine Credits, Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet.
0: 960 the fan. You're listening to Alpine Credits, Flames Hockey. Now they score! Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
2: We have some candidates for the Shane Holmes save of the game. Daniel Vidar has gone the distance. Every save that Flames goalies make, Shane Holmes donate to Kidsport Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. Oilers, Flames, tomorrow night. Patty with the pre-game show, Flames for Flames warm up. I'll be there too. And then Derek and I will have the Can call of the game.
1: Uh, well, I would hope you'll be there, <laughs> but. That's, that's up to you. Wouldn't miss an opportunity to be in the rink. Great vantage point that we have in the Peter Marr radio broadcast booth. Sponsored by South Point Toyota inside of Scotiabank Saddledome. And I know it's only the preseason, but uh, hard not to get geared up for a Battle of Alberta. After what happened in last season's Stanley Cup playoffs. I must admit... The fact that the Flames and the Orders are only playing three times in the regular season is completely ridiculous. Wrong. It should never happen. But especially coming off the first Battle of Alberta in the playoffs in 31 years. Shouldn't happen. Those teams should play five times every season. Back loose in the neutral zone. Just under 12 minutes to play in the third period. Phillips races it up the right wing side and centers. He had Pelche in the doorstep. Couldn't get him the puck. Now Phillips tries to feed it out in front to Peltje again, but the pass is picked off. And the Kraken will clear the puck to the Flames' blue line. Here's lifts it up in the air and in. Ruzhitska settles it down in centers. Peltje trying to settle the puck down to shoot it. Can't. Valemaki's going to hold it in and move it down a little to Phillips. Phillips backs up behind the net. Centers at Vallimacchi with a sharp-angle shot. Kicked away by Helberg. One well, of the better shifts the Flames have had tonight. You know what was different about that
2: shift? And I was thinking about it going to break. There has been nothing for the Flames 5-on-5, five five, but one and dunes. How many shifts outside of that one can you think of tonight where in a 5-on-5 five five scenario, they've had any kind of extended offensive zone time?
1: I bet the number stops at 3 Buck bounces to the crack Kraken blue line. Milano able to hold it in for the Flames at least for a moment as it's now picked up and cleared out by Poderalski. Flames will bring it back in. Here's Zeri trying to feed it out in front. He had Schwint making a beeline towards the net. Buck ends up bouncing to Milano instead. He drops Gilbert with a shot stop. Flames got knocked down in front. Now here's Schwint. Back to the blue line to Simone. Knock it into the near quarter. Zeri can't corral it. At least not on his first drive and Now Milano grabs it, whips it out in front. His pass intended for Schwint gets broken up, though, and Zario catch up to the puck at center. New combos here the last few shifts and uh, some more energy, which is good to see. Milano in there battling forward on the four-check. Schwint in there helping him out. Digs it free, but his pass back to the blue line intended for DeSimone gets intercepted. And the puck's lifted up in the air and down the ice by McCann. Comes Dubey off the right wing side. He crosses center and shoots it in. Eakin in there with a full head of steam on the forecheck. And now Dewar comes racing in. The Kraken will pick it up, bank it off the fireboards and down the ice, and that'll be an icing call. But the Flames starting to spend some time in the offensive zone, starting to put on some pressure, and uh, the Kraken uh, uh, icing the puck a couple of times in the row. Well, it's
2: easy to defend when there's one and done, so it gets more difficult when you start spending far more time and a difficult time in your own end of the building. And that's been the best three or
1: four minutes in that vein for the Flames all night. There's Dewar with a shot off the face-off. Stopped by Helberg. Puck to the left point, held it at the line by Mackey Rims it around, up the far side where it's scooped up by McCann. Lifts it up in the air and down the ice, and that'll be another icing call on the Kraken as we bring you this game from the South Point Toyota broadcast booth. A reminder that it's time to Toyota under the Toyota Tower. Pre-order from over 400 incoming new Toyotas with zero down and zero payments until March 2023 OAC only at South Point Toyota. And uh, chatting with my friend Brian Schmidt who runs both South Point Toyota and Country Hills Toyota. a couple of new flames on board. Actually, one new flame. Kevin Rooney picked up his new Tundra, and uh, Andrew Mangiapane's back. Got a big contract, Lou, but uh, he picked up a new Tundra as well. Yeah, the boys like the big vehicles, I find. They do. Well, they can afford the gas.
2: That's a good point by (laughs) you.
1: Although those uh, Tundras are pretty fuel efficient. Considering the big engine they've got in them, into the final 10 minutes of the third period at Climate Pledge Arena, do nothing Kraken leading the Flames. Here comes Gordon and up the right wing side. He'll bounce it off Phillips' stick and into the far quarter And now McCann, he'll rim it around, comes back to the blue line. Borgan far side to Dunn with a shot blocked by Phillips. Now Matthew Phillips is five foot six or seven. Uh, 140 to 150 pounds, depending on the day. But uh, using that small frame, he's blocked some shots tonight. You got to give him credit for that. Takes courage to yep. block shots. It's not about how big you are. It's about your wealth. It's about how big your heart is. That's true. Yeah. All right, we'll take a timeout. Uh, Flames hoping to get that goose egg off there. Scott's side of the scoreboard. When we come back, 8:57 to play in the third. Daniel Sprong and. Jaden Schwartz have the only goals of this hockey game, and the Kraken have a 2-0 lead. And this is Alpine Credits, Calgary Flames Hockey, on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Alpine Credits, Flames Hockey. Flames hockey. on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 2-0 Kraken
1: lead the Flames in this preseason game between the relatively new Pacific Division rivals who will meet again at Scotiabank Saddledome on October 3rd. And uh, talked earlier about how the Flames and Oilers only play three times this season. The Flames and the Kraken also play only three times this season. Now uh, the first meeting in the regular season coming up uh, at Scotiabank Saddledome on November 1st. I hey, hey. could be on the Flames net. They're going right up the near boards and... Alex Gallant can't clear it out ends up bouncing in beyond the Flames net where Mackey will take over leaves it in the near corner Jones trying to clear the zone gets taken down he gets all tangled up with Hayden who may have got away with one there Flames finally clear it down the ice Klapka and there on the forecheck must be terrifying for defense but when you see that guy coming at you flames Gonna hold the pocket at the crack and blue line can't, and now Kuznetsov will chase it back into his own territory. Slides it up to near side. His pass to his defense partner, Valimaki doesn't work, and that leads to an icing call on the flames.
2: Well, the one area where Seattle has a lot of veterans is on the back tonight. Whether it's Dunn, Alexiak, you know, Kale Fleury's played 50 NHL games, Oregon. we expected Dave Hackstall's group to be the better team and for the most part
1: they have been. It's off to Vladar's right. He's going to get the whole game tonight by the looks of things. Just eight minutes to play in the third period. And I know he's given up a couple of the goals but he's been sharp again. Milano's going to shoot the puck and be on the Kraken net. It's picked up on the end boards by Olofsson. Kraken will clear it. And now here comes right across the Flames line, but he turns the block over and Milano will take over, but he has his pocket picked by Schwartz and then hooks Schwartz and gets away with one. Pocket behind Miladar's net, right fourth overall pick in last summer's draft. Ends up giving it away to Milano, who flips it out to center. Seattle shooting Calgary 28-22. Kraken out, scoring the Flames 2-0 tonight. This would be pretty close to... Seattle's A-Squad, and same cannot be said for Calgary, although we'll see something closer to the Flames' A-Squad when they play host to the Oilers tomorrow night. A few key guys obviously missing
2: tonight. No Matty Beniers, no Ryan Donato, just for starters. But you're right, there's a good chunk who will be
1: in their opening day lineup in Anaheim on the 12th of October. And speaking of Matty Beniers, we got to call what was his NHL debut and how impressive was he in that game? Oh, he's a terrific player. and With him and
2: Shane Wright, and that's gonna be interesting how Seattle goes about their business. I would definitely think Wright starts the year in the
1: NHL. I'll be curious to see if he finishes it there. They want to burn a year of his contract when they're not competitive I guess uh, it will depend on how ready he is looks pretty good tonight good moments I thought early for sure pocket of the neutral zone Gordon will flip it up the far side done jumps up scoops the puck up and drops it off now it's fired to the net and Vladar gets down to his knees puts his glove on the puck and freezes it for a face off with 630 left in the third period and Seattle still leading Calgary by a count of two to nothing watching practice today there's been a lot of practices in the last week or so three a day it was interesting to see uh, the four guys who played on what i would call the second line as they try to kind of work Nazim kadri into the mix him and michael backland were kind of rotating as the second line center at practice today Back to the top of the near circle done with a shot off of Phillips stick up over the glass and out of play. And uh, great to see Andrew Mangiapane back in the fold as well as uh, he missed the first four or five days of uh, on ice sessions with his teammates. I do not expect to see Nazem
2: Kadri in an NHL preseason game until maybe even the last one. Maybe he'd play against Seattle at home on the third and then on the seventh. But I don't know if
1: we'll see him prior to that. So the four guys they had working together on that line with Kadri and Backman rotating were uh, those two guys at center. Mangiapani on the left, Coleman on the right. Speaking of the right, Flames coming up the right wing side. Rajitska tries to feed it out in front to Phillips who can't get his stick in the puck. Puck to the right point to Simone. Over to Gilbert with a shot stop. Rebound and Phillips can't jam the puck in. Here's Pelchier dropping to Simone with a shot, and it's fought off by Hellberg. Another pretty good flurry for the Flames, who I think have played their best hockey tonight in the third period, even in the last seven minutes. You mentioned earlier they switched up their line combinations, and that seems to have given the team some energy. Still trailing by two, though, the sharp angle shot off the stick of Hayden that's wide of the Flames' net. Now Klapka moves it up to your side to Pelci. He pokes the puck to Vallamaki, who jumps up into the rush and gives it to Jones, who ends up shooting it right over the glass and out of play. I would expect we
2: might see Michael Backlund tomorrow again. Not sure about Mr.
1: Majapani, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll have to wait and see what happens. Normally, when a guy's coming back from an injury, and I think they were just being careful with Majapani, like to give him about a week of practice, ideally, before they play him in a game, so... I would lean no, but uh, you never know. We'll take a break with uh, 508 to play in the third period in Seattle. It is the Kraken 2 and the Calgary Flames nothing. And this is Alpine Credits, Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
0: You are listening to Alpine Credits Flames Hockey. What a save by Markstrom! Oh my goodness! On Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
1: Just under five minutes to play in the third period at Climate Pledge Arena. It is the Kraken 2 and the Flames nothing. No scoring in the first. Daniel Sprong and Jaden Schwartz scored in the second. And neither team has tallied in the third. Here's Lind. Gets hit as he dumps the puck in behind the Flames net. True in there on the forecheck for the Kraken. As is Lind who picks it up and feeds it in front. Bodies flying everywhere as the puck comes back to the blue line, Susie, with a slap pass and now Everly with a shot and Ladar makes a terrific stop Well he has had
2: Jordan Everly's number is Alexander True, the former Seattle Thunderbird. so he knows that area all too well right in the middle of it, in front of the net as Everly avoids the sliding try from Malosh tried to block it and Vladar did block it. I would suggest that if these games had players of the game, it would be hard to not consider the Flames goalie. 29 of 31, he is stopped. And he is getting himself in good position. If I was a betting man, I would guess he is going to start and potentially go the whole way in Edmonton on Friday, and probably the same next Wednesday in Winnipeg. While tomorrow, I would guess that we will see Jacob Markstrom for two periods, and Dustin Wolf for one.
1: All right. Alexiak will shovel the puck in behind the Flames net. Dubé trying to clear, as is Eakin, they can't. Buck comes back to the left point to Alexiak again. Alexiak bounce it into the fire quarter Schwartz tries to feed it out in front good stick there by Vala to break up the pass and Vala going to try to play it ahead to one of his teammates tough to tell if that was Dewar or Schwint I think it was Dewar because he's on the right side and we've got a penalty call coming up against the Kraken so the Flames who have had their opportunities on the Holmes by Ivy built power play tonight. But have gone 0 for five and have surrendered a shorthanded goal. Get uh, power play late in the third period with a chance to make it a one-goal game again. Yeah, Alexiak hooking up Walker Doer, who was one of the more noticeable
2: newcomers to Flames camp in the preseason last year. And this will be it for the Flames if they want to find a way to force overtime. 3.53 to go, another power play. They've moved it pretty well in the last two, but in five tries, they've only
1: managed three shots on goal. Base off coming up to Helberg's left. Crack and win that defensive zone draw. Clear the puck down the ice. Not a good start for this Flames power play. take takeover behind his net. I think he's been solid again tonight. You liked him on Sunday night too didn't you. I did. Flames going to cross the Kraken line but turn it over. And the Kraken will clear the puck out to center ice. Here's Mackey. It's a return feed from DeSimone and now moves it up the middle But his pass. Bounces off the blade of Peltier's stick and the puck is shot down the ice by Kuhlman. A minute 20 remaining in this Flames power play 312 left in the third period at climate pledge arena. Where it's the crack at two and the flames nothing. Here's Pelche, near quarter to Ruzicka. Banks it off the end boards for De DeSimone. The blue line to Mackey with a shot and he whips it wide of Helberg's net. And now a loose puck is picked up in the near quarter by Fleury who spins and shoots it down the ice. Yeah, really good play by Kale to fend off the flame forward, turn his body, find an opening, and here comes Ladar to the bench for an extra attacker. The flames with a. Six on four. Two man advantage trying to make it a one goal game again. As Valimaki walks in and drops. Dubé shoots. And that shot gets blocked by Olofsson. Flames hold it in. Valimaki right point. And now Ruzitska slides it near side. Schwinn. Give it to Milano. Milano. Top of the far circle to Valimaki. Back to Ruzitska with a slap shot that gets blocked. And Valimaki tries to shot but he can't get it through to the goaltender. 20 seconds left in the power play as Rajitska fails to hold the puck in comes out to center and Milano will shoot it in with a dozen seconds left in this crack and pedaling the minutes to play in the third the flames trailing by two have their goaltender on the bench and an extra attacker on the ice. Rajitska just had his stick or make that Milosh, just had his stick chopped out of his hands as crack and penalty has come to an end. Flames still have their goaltender Vladar on the bench. So now they have a six on five one man advantage with just over a minute and a half remaining. Dubé gets tripped up. did right point by the Flames. And now Mackey reaches out for it. Can't get his stick on it as Lind will lift it up in the air and into Flames territory. The Simone. It near side to Mackey. The Flames
0: almost got, <laughs> they got caught, caught up with about, about eleven Ten guys, guys, on, guys there. on
1: the ice but Officials let them play. With a minute 12 remaining in regulation time. Dissy Boone gets hooked off the puck. Might be a penalty call there instead just an offside call coming so the Flames have to clear out of the Kraken zone. And a minute remaining in the third period at Climate Pledge Arena. Marolski yeah. will shoot it down the ice and score. From inside his own blue line, Andrew Poderowski puts the pocket of the empty Flames net, and it is 3-0 Kraken. Well, the Flames end up the night 0-6 for on the power play.
2: Had two that I liked, four that I didn't. Understandable at this time of year. I'm certainly not going to criticize, but on a night where five on five, chances were hard to come by, but give Seattle credit. It was nothing that They did in a spectacular version, but they did check well tonight.
1: The final 40 seconds of the third period now. Black will bounce into the Kraken zone. Lurie will slot it up the left wing side. And from center, the Kraken will dump it in beyond the Flames net. Lidar wanders out to get it. Gives it away, but then Poderalski who scored that empty that goal turns it over and the Flames will clear out to center. Back into the Kraken zone. Here is Fleury. Kraken will skid it across center as Firkus fires it in behind the Flames' net. Lidar moves it up the near boards and Gilbert will clear it out. And the final couple seconds come off the clock and that'll do it at Climate and Pledge Arena in Seattle as the Kraken Keep the Flames off the scoreboard. Philip Grubauer for two periods. Magnus Helberg for one. The final score in Seattle tonight, the Kraken three. And the Flames nothing.